This week on the program, we are over the literal ice hump that is now known as SnowVid 21. Many of us were met with rolling outages and no water. Snow like that has not been seen in Texas something like 20 years. And in a world where we have to keep validating how good we really are and thus always on the lookout for a bad guy, we asked, no, demanded, who is to blame? Most, most. Hey, I, I think you got a filter turned on in the video settings. Oh, I'm, can you hear me, Brandon? Yeah, I, I hear you. I think it's a video filter. I uh, I don't know how to... Rem- I'm prepared to go forward with the intro. I'm here live. It's I'm not a cat. I I, I can... I, I see that. I need an emergency exit. This exit is for emergencies only. Oh, I think I got it. That's right. Welcome to another episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. This is episode 193. Today is February 19th, 2021. It is again 10 on 10, Friday night, new time. Well, new, same time, new night, 10 on 10 in our floating tin can, far above the world. I'm Los, and you could follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me, streaming live, is exactly David Aguilar, my man. Pew, 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 pew. And making sure we're streaming live is Brandon the Hard Hat Mitchell. That's right. Last week, we couldn't be with you. I was, we were here, ready to go. And uh, we had one of the first outages, um, and it happened to be an internet outage. <clears throat> we could not stream live last week, unfortunately, and we had to resort to playing a rerun. So that being said, we had a lot of <clears throat> uh, topical information and topical stories to talk about, which are no longer topical. I mean, it seems like just a... a Two days go by. I mean, we were going to talk about impeachment. And a a week later, it's irrelevant. Like, it doesn't even matter anymore. So we'll talk about uh, uh, both sides of the spectrum talking about the rolling blackouts in Texas. Um, We'll also talk about the eight new propositions coming to us in May. May, In May, Um, we will do, uh, we'll talk about Ted Cruz taking off during the SnowVid. We'll take a look at the Austin Strong Mayor that may be, uh, that's actually going to be up for, uh, for voting. Mm. We'll talk about what that is. Um, we'll talk about people getting fired for not taking the COVID vaccine, which is weird. We'll talk about Gorilla Glue Girl. Maybe have some time for fact checking, the f- check factors. The check factors. The it sounded fact- like you said fact checking. The check factors. And uh, maybe get into Gina Carano, Carano, um, and probably definitely not get into Cuomo. But you know, Uh-oh. all that saying, we have to do. We we were supposed to be finished with this by now, but we have two more weeks left of the Brew World Order Tournament of Beer. Uh-oh. So let's do it. <sighs> it's the Brew World. Hey man, when we do a show live, we are, you know, we things happen. So many more elements at play. And you know, eventually we'll probably get back into the Austin Public Studios, but we have a good setup here. Pro stuff. Uh, But that being said, we've got the Brew World Order Tournament of Beers this week. We are doing Austin Amber by Independence Brewery versus Peacemaker by Austin Beer Works. Now, these are beers we've had. They made it all the way to the very, uh, what is it, the semifinals. 
And then next week is going to be the final, right? So I guess it's the finals. And then you get in. No, no, it's the semifinals because there'll be two more left. Uh, it's odd. But what we got here are two <clears throat> red solo cups, uh, one labeled B, one labeled A. And we will drink these one at a time and rate them on a scale of one to five. That's right. But I think what we're going to do is do, you know, your taste. Uh, you're going to consider drinkability. And what was the last one? It was uh, taste, drinkability, and mouthfeel. Mouthfeel, yeah. Um, just general, yeah, general likeness of it. And so we'll do that. We will figure out who's going to win this one. We have a tiebreaker. Uh, David did not have the beers, so it's going to be me. It's going to be me in the hard hat drinking these beers. Uh -oh. So without further ado, let's cue that triumphant music. For the last four years. I'm just kidding. So I'm going to drink B first. This one's my B. It's a hoppy ale. Bit malty. Mm. All right. So the taste is good. Like four and a half. Mm. Uh, drinkability, I couldn't chug it. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. But... Would I keep drinking this? Yeah, it's a, it's a solid beer, so I'd give it a good four. Uh, uh -oh. Mouthfeel, I don't know about the mouthfeel. It's okay. Maybe uh, let's give it a good old two and a half. So what is that? Four and a half, four and a half. That's nine and uh, two and a half. So that's 11 and a half. All right, here's B. I mean, here's A. Yeah, this one's more maltier. Um, the taste is good. I give it a you know solid four and a half. Uh, drinkability same. It's it's not crazy drinkable. Uh, three um, and mouth feels good. So uh, yeah, I've got an answer. Uh oh, Brandon, have you tasted both of the beers? I have, I oh. have, and I've already made up my mind. All right, I'm going to vote for A. What do you vote for? Voting for A. You know, there is something. They both are really good beers. They're very drinkable. They both feel good in your mouth. They've, they've got a lot there. I think A has just got a little bit more going on for it. There's just a little more of the unknown right there on the just beyond the reach of your taste buds. You know, something to, to just figure out and get to. I definitely see what you're talking about. Yeah. There's just a little more there. All right, so, so we are at a gridlock. Yeah, we are uh, both in agreement on A, and A is oh. the Austin Amber. Oh, we're both saying that it's good. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Austin oh. Amber. Be yeah. Peacemaker. I, I Kind agree. of unexpected, honestly. Really? Oh, yeah, I can see that they're definitely different colors, and Austin Amber definitely took it. My goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Austin Amber. Yeah. Dude, I agree with that, hundred percent. You agree with that? You would have yes. picked that as well. I I feel like I would have picked the Austin Amber because I've it really really enjoyed that beer every time I've, we've drank it. It has been really good. I mean, it it beat it. I mean, in my opinion, it did not beat, but obviously in the tournament it beat my favorite Thirsty Goat. True. Um, in a in a tiebreaker, by the way. 
But we have finally made it to the finals. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. And they're both Independence Brewery, by the way. No. No. So we've got Brandon's ultimate favorite, Power and Light. And going up against it is Austin Amber. Independence Brewery, you are making wonderful beers. And they're doing great in our tournament. So either way, you guys already won Independence Brewery. But which one will it be? We will be back next week with the Brew Word Order Tournament of Beans. Wow. It, All right, get it, get let's it. roll that bonsai footage. Oh, you're just going to go straight into it. Well, we'll go into... Straight in. Yeah. He doesn't ease his way on it. He just goes straight in. Bonsai, yeah! All right, check this out, you guys. We're not doing uh, bourbon today, uh, although... Uh, uh, David is drinking Jameson, the uh, Irish. It's not bourbon, but it's Irish whiskey this week. And it's we'll delicious. Prob- it's we'll, delicious. We'll probably air this on public access among other channels, but I may start a, a YouTube channel. This bonsai is featured in the in that video that we may or may not show in the next hour. Uh, but this is what's called a Carmona Retusa, also known as a Fukin tea tree. We've had this a on the Fuken. show. Yes, this I was actually that. featured. It actually looked more like straight up like this. But during the video, I show you how to take it out of its pot, combing out the roots, and getting it set up for a more permanent home. That's going to be. This will be in here for about two, three years, uh, just growing in here. Hopefully, it doesn't die. Um, but as you see, I've made it into a uh, what they call a cascade, where it's kind of dripping out of the pot. Um, I also defoliated it, which means I took uh, most of the big leaves off of it. Um, and I just I say in the video why we do that. We want to take off some of the foliage in these tropical trees when we do a little bit of root pruning. Um, because when you put it in its new pot, it's going to focus more on roots. And we don't want those roots to be... Um, uh, we don't want the leaves to be getting fed by the roots. Uh, we want the roots to grow. Um, and mm-hmm. so they'll grow for a little bit before you start seeing a pop in growth in your bonsais mm-hmm. or in any plants. If you give it a prune, <laughs> you got somebody yelling over there, bud? Huh? <laughs> anyways. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Am I in? Yeah, you're in. Um, anyways, we're going to play that video maybe a little later. It's 13 minutes long. It's a fun one. And... We'll keep going on with bonsai videos. Uh, Moving, I think, I think the plan could be we do more fun um, radio show type stuff for the first hour, and then maybe the next hour we do the politics or whatever. Maybe we'll do that. We're still trying to work out a, a solid format for the show um, because honestly, uh, I'm getting just sick of like trying to keep up with politics all the time. For real. Um, I'm getting, you know, it was it was so much fun with Trump because, you know, it was just, it, he was a fun guy to cover. But now it's, everyone is covering for Biden. There are just so much, uh, so much spin by the media, like positive spin. Um, 
we'll may, we may talk about a fact check about how straight up Biden said during the town hall with Anderson Cooper that he didn't even have a vaccine when he got in office. And obviously, through other contexts that he was talking about, um, obviously there was one because he was saying there was like 10,000 or 10 million, uh, 5 million doses like in a refrigerator ready to go. And he said that, I think it was either after or before, he said we didn't even have a vaccine. But there are fact checkers saying, did he say this? And the fact checkers have to go, yes, I, he did say that. But obviously, you know, it was obviously out of context. He probably, you know, he didn't. But they don't talk about why would he just keep messing up like that? Why does he keep messing up? Um, they just go, well, you know, he, he, it was obviously a slip of the tongue. Obviously a little slip of the tongue, and he didn't mean to say it. But why would he keep saying these slip of tongue things, you know? If we had Donald Trump saying, stand black, stand by, uh, we're, we're taking that as if he said fucking prod boys, stand back and get ready to fucking fight, you know? We take everything that Donald Trump says as if, as if he's some master linguist, you know? Oh, mm -hmm. no, he said that. He does dog whistles, man. Oh, he says China virus, and that's racist. You know, oh, he fucking says, uh, he says we're marching. He doesn't say we're going to do it peaceful. You know, it's just the way that they'll fact check Donald Trump is not the way that they're trying to keep up with this administration, thus proving that they've got a bias, and it's fine to have a bias. Please, it's mm -hmm. fine, but don't try, to don't try to keep pretending that you are not biased. That you uh, that or, you don't lean somewhere, or be honest about your bias. Yeah, be honest like, about don't, it. Don't try to shy away from it. Just say, okay, we're we're leaning this way, and we just want you to know that our perspective or our opinion is going to be skewed this way. Just be honest and be vulnerable with everybody, and let us know. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to hide it and say, oh, what? We're not biased when you know you really are. And at this point, you know those outlets that will say that they're unbiased that they're neutral um they we know what their bias is already and so mm -hmm. they will have what i want to do now is i want to get into some news i want to get into this whole rolling blackout situation mm -hmm. we had i mean yeah. we had tons of people in texas we've had first of all if you guys don't know and most likely Just you do because most of our audience is, is in texas but and you might, you might not even be watching now because you've got a blackout. But Texas is uh, it's pretty fucked, man. Now, we don't want to show uh, this. Uh, okay, you're not showing it. Sorry. But, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about Texas blackouts right now. Historic winter storm has killed at least 21 people and left millions of Texans without power. It spun killer tornadoes into the U.S. southwest on Tuesday. This is from Reuters. Um, and Bloomberg says, while ice has forced some turbines to shut down, just as a brutal cold wave drives record electricity demand, that's been the least significant factor in the blackouts, according to Dan Wolfen, a senior director of the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, or otherwise known as the ERCOT. And a lot of people are saying F ERCOT, uh, yep. which operates the state's power grid. They're not uh, run by the state. Uh, it's independent, right? Is that right? And the main factors, frozen instruments at natural gas, coal, coal, and even nuclear facilities, as well as limited supplies mm -hmm. of natural gas, he said. Wind shutdowns accounted for 3 to 6 to 4.5 gigawatts, Damn. which is less than the 1.2 gigawatts that is required to run the DeLorean. Um, but it's uh, 3 to 6 to 4.5 gigawatts is, uh, or less than 13% of the 30 to 35 gigawatts 
uh, gigawatts of total outages, according to Woofen. That's in part mm-hmm. because the wind companies only comprise 25% of the state's energy mix at this time of year. Um, now, I want to look at stories from the right, and I want to look at stories from the left, because... Uh, Lord knows all my left friends and that's like pr- every one of them. I mean, all my friends are left. I don't think I have any other people that are on the right. Yeah. Um, I have one for every one conservative friend of mine or a, a libertarian friend, I've got like a hundred leftist friends or moderate leftists or whatever you want to call them. But either way, I want to grab some articles from the right and from the left. And this first one is coming from the Hill. Um, and it's uh, Stephen Moore. I'm just going to read a little bit of, of this right here and while he pulls up the <clears throat> the actual article from there buddy uh, but anyways this is from the right someone from the right saying this what we are expecting is the quote perfect storm disrupting our energy supply and creating an extreme stress test for the power grid that is being pushed to the limits yet there is one source of energy that is thankfully keeping us from mass power outages and keeping the lights on uh, it's coal so quote here are the daily numbers during the big freeze in the 15 state midwestern region coal is producing roughly 41,000 megawatts 41 thousand megawatts uh natural gas is providing twenty two thousand megawatts wind and solar are roughly three thousand or about four percent of the power this points to the foolishness of the states requiring 30 40 or 50 percent of their power to come from wind and solar even with normal weather patterns when solar and wind are working coal-fired plants are almost always necessary as a backup for when the wind isn't blowing or when the sun isn't shining. <clears throat> Stephen Moore, The Hill. I think I'll read one more from this uh, <clears throat> from this area if you want to go to the next link, buddy. And the next link comes from the Wall Street Journal, still on the right. Um, the Wall Street Journal is not on the right that I know of, but the opinion or the writer... Uh, is on the right so <clears throat> from what i understand so it's, it's from the editorial board which i guess they do uh wall street journal does have conservative uh yeah. people on their editorial board their op-ed board so uh quote blame a perfect storm of bad government policies timing and weather coal and nuclear are the most reliable sources of power but competition from heavily subsidized wind power and inexpensive natural gas combined with stricter emissions regulation has caused a uh, has caused coal's share of Texas's electricity to plunge by more than half in a decade to 18%. California's progressives long ago banished coal, but a heat wave last summer strained the state power grid as wind flagged and solar ebbed in the evenings. After imposing rolling blackouts, grid regulators uh, resorted to importing coal power from Utah and running diesel emergency generators. All right. So essentially what the right is blaming, because everyone's looking for fucking someone to blame. Yep, uh, so the right the has blamed uh, the re- that we're forced to have renewable energy as, as part of our energy grid. And essentially because all those went down, uh, wind turbines went down apparently, and uh, gas lines froze up, and solar definitely is not working when it's not uh, sunny outside. 
And so they said, well, if we had one more, two more, or 10%, if we didn't have the solar or the, the wind, we would have had another factory or several, whatever, 18% more um, coal that would be running, and we may have not had this as an issue. Now, mm-hmm. conversely, let's look at the left here. And so we'll look at the left. The left argues investments in renewable energy and modernize, modernizing the, the country's grid. Um, so they're urging for more renewable energy uh, and modernizing this country's uh, grid here. So, quote, and this comes from the War Post, the Washington Uh-oh. Post here. The War Post. War Post, Washington Post, uh, for my folks out there in the northeast uh, area of America. Quote, in the name of deregulation and free markets, critics say, Texas has created an electric grid that puts an emphasis on cheap prices over reliable service. The temporary train wreck of that market Monday and Tuesday has seen the wholesale price of electricity in Houston go from $22 a megawatt hour to about $9,000 a megawatt hour. One utility company, Gritty, which sells power at wholesale rates to retail customers without locking in a price in advance, told its Patreons Patreons Tuesday to find another provider before they get stocked, soaked, with tremendous bills. Uh, quote, some per- turbines did in fact freeze, though Greenland and other northern outposts are able to keep theirs going through the winter. But wind accounts for just 10% of the power in Texas uh, that was generated during the winter. And the loss of power to the grid caused by shutdowns of thermal power plants, primarily those relying on natural gas, dwarfed the dent caused by frozen wind turbines by a factor mm-hmm. of five or six. The immediate question facing Texas power sector is whether its participants are willing to pay for the sort of winterization measures that are common in further north, even for a once-in-a-decade spell of weather. That's from the Washington Post. Basically, he's saying, I mean, what we need to do is, uh, what we should have done is paid for this winterization that, would happen yeah. once in every 10 years or something. Mm-hmm. And the people at ERCOT were saying, listen, it's once in a fucking blue moon when this fucking happens. It's never going to happen in our lifetime. And so fuck it, right? Um, I guess that's what they're saying. So let's go to this next one, and it'll be our last one from the Texas Tribune here. Aaron Douglas and Ross Ramsey. This is a shorter one. Wind turbines, like natural gas plants, can be winterized, uh, winterized or modified to operate during very low temperatures. Experts say that many of Texas power generators have not made those investments necessary to prevent disruptions to equipment since the state does not regularly experience extreme weather storms. That makes sense, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Heather Zykal, Z- CEO of the industry group, the American Clean Power Association said opponents of renewable energy were trying to distract from the failures elsewhere in the system and slow the, quote, transition to a clean energy future, end quotes. It is disgraceful to see the longtime antagonists of clean power who attack it, whether it is raining, snowing, or the sun is shining, engaging in a politically opportunistic charade, misleading Americans to promote an agenda that has nothing to do with restoring power to Texas communities, she said. Now, I get the whole renewable energy things. I love renewable energy. I mean, I'm a big fan of solar. I love that mm-hmm. you can literally 
take power or uh, harness, not take, but harness the power of the sun and mm-hmm. charge things and batteries. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. I've always loved that idea. I'm absolutely for it. Uh, I guess the people that are f- against renewable energies um, just know that they're called unreliable for a, a, a reason. You know, we just can't go to 100% yeah. solar, but we can split it up. So let's say we go 50% solar. But, you know, what I wanted to get was is that the right will say things like, oh, it's way too fucking expensive, way too goddamn expensive. We're not going to be able to afford that. Nonetheless, it's also, it's unreliable energy. We're just not going to do that. But, you know, we get that same argument uh, from the left when it comes, and it's not the same exact argument, but hear me out, when it comes to nuclear power plants. Nuclear is probably the most cleanest energy source we can get and we can do it it'll still run in in every condition it's very reliable but because of events like uh, fukushima and Mm -hmm. uh and chernobyl people are afraid of these these meltdowns these uh the radiation and people growing up with three eyeballs you know that's what they're worried about but they're looking into it as if, well, yeah, that's old-ass technology. Fukushima, fucking Chernobyl, these were ancient techniques. Um, and by now, I mean, we've got lots of nuclear in America already, but we can see none of that's been compromised. And with the technology that's always growing, we're able to contain it a lot better. And it's the waste. That's what it is. The waste is something that will last, uh, what they say, like 2,000-year half, half-life in this stuff. So it has to sit around for a very, very long time before it's uh, mm-hmm. valued inert. But they'll say, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, nuclear will do those kind of things. So it's it's the same type of, I wouldn't say propaganda, but same types of concerns that the, that people are, are against nuclear uh, versus people that are against renewables in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to read some more on the right here. So I'll read more on the right here. And this one will come from Forbes magazine by a man called Robert Bryce. Many argue that the massive blast of Siberia-like cold that is wrecking havoc across North America is proving that if we humans want to keep surviving frigid winters, we are going to have to keep natural burning gas, or burning natural gas, Mm. excuse me, lots of it, lots of it for decades to come. That cold reality contradicts the electrify everything scenario that's being promoted by climate change activists, politicians, and academics. They claim to avert the possibility of catastrophic climate change. We must stop burning hydrocarbons. But attempting to electrify everything would concentrate our energy risks on an electricity grid that is already breaking under the surge in demand caused by crazy cold weather. Now, they want everything to go to electric. Now, mm-hmm. right now, it's probably not a good time for everything to go to electric. It should probably start, no. you know, we should start definitely investing in it and going, but all that stuff is that you're getting your, your power to charge your stuff is still coming from burning, burning something, yeah. Uh, yeah. burning uh, carbon-based oil and um biden acts the the keystone pipeline which didn't stop the oil from coming it just stopped using the pipeline and which meant we had diesel trucks hauling that stuff so potentially even more pollution happened than it just flowing across which apparently Mm -hmm. uh Apparently, China, uh, China, uh, Canada didn't wasn't too keen on the pipeline being taken down. Uh, but to continue with uh, Forbes here, thanks to an excellent geolo- uh, geology, a century of gas production, 
and a fully developed transmission and distribution grid, the domestic, domestic natural gas sector can deliver surges of the fuel that are, in fact, life-saving. That is due in part to the fact that we can store vast amounts of gas and only tiny quantities of electricity. In short, our electric, electric grid cannot deliver the massive amounts of energy needed during the winter to keep us from freezing to death. That means we need to keep burning natural gas. And, of course, people are against fracking because it's making the tap water flammable, uh, supposedly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't looked into it. I'm not going to claim uh, whether it's true or not. Um, but I've seen the videos of the farmers taking a fucking a mason jar full of their tap water and saying it's and it doesn't, doesn't look clean. You can't just run that through a fucking zero water filter and it's going to be good. I'll read one last one here from... Um, From the New Republic. This is on the left. And we'll end it with the left here. The real message of this week's episode in Texas is not that renewable, uh, that not renewable power is inherently unreliable, nor is it that wind can just pull all the weight of a grid. It can't. The message is that a system that is supposed to be the tip of the spear of decarbonization to be the tip of the spear of decarbonization is buckling under the weight of stress that will soon look mild as we see ever greater changes in the weather thanks to global warming. Katie Arnoff, The New Republic. So what are your thoughts? Give me a call. Uh, David, uh, you've experienced the rolling blackouts, the no water. Uh, yeah, man. How do you feel it's about the, the response from Texas, um, ERCOT, um, what are your thoughts, man? Man, so the hard the hard thing about all this is nobody is going to take the blame. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to say, "Yeah, oh yeah, it was my fault." That, yeah, nobody's going to say we're the ones that fucked up Urquhart or Ted Cruz or I don't like nobody's going to take the blame, man. And the frustrating part is that we're the ones who are suffering. Like the American people, the people in Texas are the ones who are suffering. Like. Like I said, you know, before we fucking started the show, man, I'm like, I got my T-shirt on. I got my warm long sleeve and then I got my hoodie, got my beanie. I got three pants on and I'm still fucking cold in my in my apartment, man. And it's like, you know, it sucks and it does piss me off because it's like this is what our tax dollars are supposed to do. Like our tax dollars are supposed to keep you in check or they're, they're funding you to prevent this kind of stuff from happening you know what i mean like our tax dollars the shit that we're putting into the economy the things that we're voting for everything is supposed to be for the benefit of the people in texas the benefit of the people in austin and what this is showing is that you're not looking out for our best interest like the like apparently i was reading an article the other day that the that of uh, like multiple people in the ERCOT in charge of Texas aren't even from Texas. They're from Canada and from Michigan and all these other places. So it's like, how are you having people who are not from Texas deciding what's going on in Texas, what we need in Texas, what we need in our, in our city, in our state. So the frustrating part is knowing that you're suffering and you can't bitch to anybody because everybody's going to pass the buck. But I'm also hoping that Texas being one of those states who are very much like, yo, like somebody's going to fucking pay for this. I hope that we find the person who was in charge of all this, making sure that we our water and our lights weren't supposed to go off and we find who that person is and hold them accountable. Yeah. And you know, like you said, no one is going to take 
responsibility, you know, and Mm-mm. right now we'll talk about Ted Cruz uh, in a minute. Um, but yeah, there are people, uh, I, I heard something about Beto O'Rourke did, um, <laughs> raising money and he's out there fucking giving out blankets. Uh, people are doing good out there. I, 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 I'm constantly all weekend long. I've seen uh, my friends on Facebook, uh, you know, telling everybody where things are, you know, there's a pallet yeah. of, of food dropped off back there. And, you know, I thought about that for a second. I go, well, okay, that's good for the people that have internet and like electricity to check their phones and see mm-hmm. that. Um, but the people that actually need it, like, uh, you know, the homeless, I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I have faith in humanity that the people that um, thought they needed it, Looked at all the grabs. I don't know if they grabbed any extra people. Were, I, I, I imagine this whole scenario would look much like uh, Target on Black Friday and shit when yeah, they open the exactly. door. But I don't know. Um, I can tell you that I went to HEB two days ago. Um, we just could not. Uh, we didn't have much left to eat. No meats, no eggs, no anything. We had to go to the mm-hmm. store. Um, you could not get any delivery of food. It's It was... Everything was completely iced over. It was, uh, I've never seen it snow like this in Texas. I've been out here 10 years. The first year I came out here, it snowed for five minutes. Yeah. And then I didn't see snow till last year where it snowed once for uh, a few minutes. And then this year it snowed fucking three times. Yep, and yep. it stayed on the ground for a week. It's still on the ground right now. I left, and yeah. I mean, most of it's most of it's getting going away. But as soon as I turned over on uh, in uh, uh, Hard Hat's neighborhood, I mean, one guy he still it looks like he still has his Christmas snow up. You know, well, yo, but, on the real, like I'm thankful that the snow is still up, man. Because without the snow being up, we wouldn't have any drinking water. We wouldn't have any toilet water. We wouldn't have any bathing water. Like we legit have no water. At all. You say baby water? Bathing. Bathing water. Yeah. I did so, see somebody post up on the next door app they needed ba- baby water. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, Target has uh, last, I mean, we were there earlier. Is that a thing? Target baby water? Stuff. Yeah. Water like, for babies? You know, yeah. Like they have like infant water and shit like that, like with, you know, nutrients and all that stuff that babies need. Oh, sure, um, sure. That wouldn't. Well, I think it's pretty much distilled water. Yeah, uh, it pretty might have much. a few other things in it, but like if you're gonna mix your like powder formula, with yeah, it, it's always recommended to use like distilled. Uh, yeah, I mean it makes sense. I don't know about distilled. Distilled water is not great for you. It's not. People but say thing- it's good for you, right? But it it, it leaches chemicals. For, it leaches uh, minerals from you. Oh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Like mm-hmm. so, I'm I like so I'm glad that the snow is still around because if not, we wouldn't have anything. Because we have no water. We literally have no water in my place. In my complex right now, like, no one has water. So if it wasn't for the snow, we wouldn't have anything to fucking get that shit from. We scooped up snow and melted it. Uh, we boiled it and then ran it through Brita filters. And it, mm-hmm. I haven't drinking any of it. Um, but my girlfriend says it tastes like shit. I mean, it tastes like boiled water. Like, do you, mm-hmm. are you having water that tastes all right? Um, I mean, we have uh, the Alexa filter from uh, Infowars. So is that what it's, it's called? The Alexa water filter. Yeah. Um, How so, many stage of filtration does it do? I'm not sure, but it's been giving us good water. I mean, Crap. I've been using it. I've been using it to make coffee today. And well, it hasn't um, turned any of your frogs gay, so it must be doing something right. Nah, nah. You know what I mean. But uh, today, I got to uh, use to, to roast a little bit of coffee because I haven't been able to do anything. Like, 
So I just felt like very agit, like I just felt very, you know, like, like I said, you know, dude, I like, I, I love to work. I love to edit. I love to do what I do. And so it was frustrating not doing any of that. So today I felt like, okay, at least if I roast some coffee, I feel like I'm doing something because we've been drinking nothing but coffee the last few days, man. Like I'm making coffee, then we're drinking whiskey and bourbon and we're, you know what I mean? We're just like, there's nothing to do, dude. Like, the, and like, like I said, you know, I'm trying to be mindful of the energy we're using. So I'm, you know, so I'm not editing and I'm not doing my job. But um, I just feel like, again, you know, to to the question you 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 posed in the in the beginning was how do I feel? Um, I feel frustrated because I feel like at the end of the day, the the people in Texas aren't going to be heard. I feel like I said they're just going to continue to pass the buck, and nobody's going to take responsibility. And I wish we had more people like that in our government, people who were willing to take responsibility. And say, not only am I going to take the blame, but I'm also going to take the reward of the success that when I bring the change. You know what I mean? Well, that you make a you make a a solid argument, and I wanted to sort of segue into uh, this next article. Now, you may have to open this, Brandon, with uh, Brave Browser. Um, because, Brave Browser—that's what it was called. Yeah, the Brave Browser, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Well, we're going to read this article from the New York Times here. And it's mess- it talks about uh, one of one of my old favorite senators, but uh, I'll get into my thoughts here in a second. But let's read this from the New York Times. Ted Cruz's Cancun trip, family texts, detail his political blunder. The Texas senator what? faced fierce blowback or flee, uh, for fleeing his state as a disaster unfolded. I don't know if he flee to his state. Um, uh, I guess in a way he did. But text messages sent by his wife revealed a, has, a hastily planned trip away from their, quote, freezing family home. Text messages sent by his wife. You know, at one point, I don't know. I mean, I'm old enough to remember that there was a laptop that was reported from the New York Post to Twitter, and that mm. Twitter suspended this account over it being um, hacked materials. Yep. And we have, you know, when it when it comes to a Republican such as um, Donald Trump or his wife talking about something, someone's recording them, and then they send it to the fucking media, and the media is like, "Fuck yeah!" And they'll probably. You know, never see any consequences for for leaking out things that you probably shouldn't. You know, it's none of your goddamn business. But this whole, like, text message thing, and maybe we'll get into it in a second, but this comes from a couple of betas called uh, Shane and Nicholas from uh, the New York Times. I just assume they are because uh, they had to write this together, um, which I don't know if that means anything. I'm just uh, being a dick. Uh, They write, like millions of his constituents across Texas, Senator Ted Cruz had a frigid home without electricity this week amid the state's power crisis. But unlike most, Mr. Cruz got out, fleeing Houston and hopping on a Wednesday afternoon flight to Cancun with his family for a respite at a luxury resort. Photos of Mr. Cruz and his wife, Heidi, boarding the flight, ricocheted quickly across social media and left Uh, and left both his political allies and rivals aghast at a tropical trip as a disaster unfolded at home. The blowback only intensified as Mr. Cruz, a Republican, 
released a statement stating that he had flown to Mexico to, quote, be a good dad, end quote, and accompany his daughters and their friends. He noted he was flying back Thursday afternoon, though he did not disclose how long he had originally intended to stay, which um, I think we have a link to that later. We'll get into that. Text messages sent from Miss Cruz to friends and uh, to friends Boy. and Houston neighbors on Wednesday revealed a hastily planned trip. Their house was freezing. "Quote unquote," as Miss Cruz put it, uh, and she proposed a getaway until Sunday. Mrs. Cruz invited others to join them at the Ritz Carlton in Cancun, where they had stayed many times. Noting the room's price this week, three hundred nine, uh, and it's good security. The text messages were provided to the New York Times and confirmed by a second person on the thread who declined to be identified because of the private nature of the texts. Wow. Wow. And by the way, I, I should note that um, Texas is a single-party consent state, so the, somebody, this is not illegal. It's mm-hmm. not hacked materials to send mm-hmm. a text message to uh, the New York Post or New York Times. Uh, not to say it's not a dick move. Yeah. And um, y- you probably, I don't know, you probably are up and you're probably uh, rich if you live in the same neighborhood as uh, Ted Cruz. So yeah. I guess you don't have to worry about it. But it sounds like they were probably like, hey, who wants to join us at the fucking Ritz-Carlton in Cancun? I don't know if they're going to pay for it or not. Or, uh, But it <laughs> looks like you may have lost a good neighbor friend because I'm sure those are great yep. neighbors, good people. I don't know. Yep. Fuck. Uh, for more than 12 hours... After the airport di- uh, departure photos first emerged, Mr. Cruz's office declined to comment on his whereabouts. Uh, the Houston police confirmed that the senator's office had sought their assistance for his airport trip on Wednesday, and eventually Mr. Cruz was spotted wheeling his suitcase in Mexico on Thursday as he returned to the state he represents in the Senate. Uh, as, Cruz, as the Cruises were away... Uh, I wanted to make like as the cruises were cruising, millions of Texans were still without electricity. Many had no running water and the icy air that swept into the state was so severe that the federal emergency management agency, FEMA had been activated to send supplies, including generators. Some searched neighborhoods for discarded falling trees to burn for warmth. Um, That's a very hard trees to burn fresh trees that have fallen. They pop a lot pop. What's happening in Texas is unacceptable, Mr. Cruz told a television crew at the Cancun airport. Uh, he was wearing a Texas state flag mask and a short sleeve polo shirt tucked into his jeans. Classy fucking look right there, I tell you what. The temperature in Cancun was above 80 degrees Fahrenheit on Thursday and was in the 30s in Houston. 80 degrees right now sounds really good. Yeah, for real. Um, I see why he wanted to go. I mean, 80 degrees? After landing back in the United States, Mr. Cruz offered a new statement uh, with a different tone from earlier in the day when he had tried to explain the vacation without regrets and left the impression that it might have always been a one-day trip for him. Speaking to reporters after his arrival home, he conceded that the trip was obviously a mistake, that he had begun having second thoughts as soon as he boarded a plane to Mexico. Sure you did, Ted, uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, I mean, as soon as, he was saying this. As soon as I got on that plane, I was having second thoughts, man. I, it's like, yeah, sure I, you were, I feel bro. like he was just because he was like, fuck, man, I know if somebody sees me, they're well, going to no doubt that and they're... There's no doubt that when he took off, like he must have, he has to know 
the the optics of this right he has yep, to exactly. know that it's it's a we're freezing our nuts off it's it's single digits here in, in texas and you you took off well now i don't know what you're what you could have done here i mean mm-hmm. nothing that you couldn't done from the safety of your own home anyways like through the exactly. internet or through the phone um but you took off and that doesn't look good here um the plan he had said the plan had been to stay through the weekend with the family uh, framing the decision as a parent's attempt to placate his two daughters, uh, ages 10 and 12, after a tough week. On the one hand, all of us who are parents have a responsibility to take care of our kids, take care of our families, Mr. Cruz said. But I also have the responsibility that I take very seriously for fighting for the state of Texas. Well, don't say fighting. That's incitement, bro. Take it easy. Um, as it became a bigger and bigger firestorm, it became all the more compelling that I needed to come back. He added, Mr. Cruz critics quickly circulated hashtags, mocking his trip, hashtag flying Ted, um, hashtag fled Cruz was among them. Uh, some democratic groups sought to fundraise off the episode and the state democratic party renewed its calls for Mr. Cruz to raise the nation. Now, um, a lot of my friends that I've seen on the Facebooks, uh, when there are people talking shit about Cruz, uh, on the comments you'll see that, oh, the wonderful AOC raised $2 million, which great, fucking great. And it made me wonder, when did she do that? Like, did she start that right away? No, finds out that as soon as she heard about Ted Cruz fucking being gone, this was a great opportunity. We, The, the Democrats are so good at this. And this is something that Republicans need to understand already that the Democrats will take advantage of a crisis. They're going to take advantage of any situation that's going to make them look good. And Mm -hmm. what better way to make yourself, uh, what easier way to make yourself look better than to just start raising money that Ted Cruz should have been doing in the first place. God for, I mean, the the money that they raised, good. I I love it. But that doesn't help anybody yesterday. Didn't help anybody that day that they raised $2 million. It didn't help mm-hmm. anybody yet. That money's going to go to the people afterwards, and it may pay for those people's electric bills, those $9,000 an hour bills. I mean, people yeah. are going to see $20,000 bills, and there's nothing they can do about it. Hopefully that the state, hopefully what I think that uh, what they should do is the, uh, ERCOT should pay for it. You know, uh, yep. you know, like at work, you know, uh, uh, the, the government shuts down, the economy shuts down everything and they paid us for it, mm-hmm. which is good. That's what they should do. That's what should happen. If you're, if your job, um, I, I believe at my, uh, at my job, our electricity was out, uh, generously. She didn't have to do this, but our boss said, uh, while we're out uh, this week, we're going to get paid because there was no way we were going to be able to work anyways. Right. The, mm-hmm. the electricity is out and there was talk about uh, flooded or uh, burst pipes. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's continue on here. Well, well, and I just, and I, can I just, uh, with what you're saying, it's, it's not fair, right? Cause, and this, and this is, you know, this will maybe go into another rant, even just talking about being fair, but it's not fair for the American people to be paying nine, 10, three, $4,000 bills when the city and the, in the County in your town should have been prepared for this. Like we shouldn't be paying for other people's mistakes and for other people who were not prepared for us. Again, that's what we pay you for. This is why this is what our tax dollars should be going to is you preparing us for these kinds of things. Yeah. And but just what happens? You, well, that's the thing. Just because you f- fail to prepare for it. Yeah, well, sure, that's what I'm saying. 
just because you fail to prepare for this, because you fail to do your job, why is it fair for us to pay for it? You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, there's been multiple times when we've had, you know, I've worked for companies where they, they do something wrong and they ask the customer to pay for the wrong that they've done. And I have to interject and say, no, if you did wrong, it's not up to the customer to pay for it because, because they were just doing what you said to do, you know? So for us as the American people, we pay into, into ERCOT, whatever fucking energy you pay into, but you pay your, your electric bill, your gas bill, all these bills so that they can have the money to pay the people to keep us from going through anything like this. So because you fail to, to, to execute in your job, that should not hurt the American people. Yeah. And I, I don't like this talk like, oh, uh, we shouldn't have to pay you for your mistakes or whatever. And I agree uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah, we shouldn't be paying for mistakes, but let's, let's get into the fact that they did run out of energy and, um, like ignoring who to blame at the moment, uh, mm -hmm. what do we do to get this back up? Or in the even better yet, what do we do in the future? Um, and as we heard from the left, is they're gonna they want more of this unreliable energy, exactly. Um, which I don't know what how that solves anything. I mean, I'm all for solar. I'm all for these things. Uh, uh, I just why can't it be? Why can't we have all of it and and uh, admit that that nuclear? I mean, I don't really even know if nuclear is going to be the greatest, but I know that mm -hmm. some of the, the most uh, genius people among us, the Elon Musks and the guy who invented five outer energy drink, I mean, they're for, <laughs> they're for the nuclear option, you know, they're, they, they, they say it's the cleanest energy and the five hour energy guy, I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's like a documentary about him. Like he, he is like a humanitarian dude. Like he just really? made his fortune on five hour energy, but he does all sorts of stuff. Like he has this like bike that you that you would send that you know you give it to people that don't have no electricity and like you have them run it on for like an hour or two and it gives them enough energy to run through the night you know wow. and they just have to do that and he's like like working on perfecting that he's working on trying to harness the energy uh, from the the center of the earth you know like he's he's up to stuff what? And he's saying that nuclear energy look into the you know it's been it's been handful of years since i've even watched that documentary at least over 10 years since i've seen that documentary so um look into it can you find out what the name of that thing is my nose is getting cold man his name is manoj like, yeah bargava bar barhargava manoj 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 man oj uh, what's the name of his uh documentary it's like probably something like five hour energy, five hour uh, like idea man or something like that. It, it's really good, and I, I I couldn't recommend it more. And um, billions and change, billions and change. That sounds right. All right, Ooh. so we got about ten more minutes left before we uh, get out of here for the day. Um, we are going to continue on for you know hopefully maybe another hour. We'll see. Um, but I want to get into. Oh no, first. Can we go into this uh, this link? Because we're still talking about Ted Cruz here. I sort of don't want to get off of it. Um, right now on Twitter, <laughs> um, hashtag Cruz is a disgrace is trending. And I wanted to roll down some of this and just sort of like watch some of these videos people have made. 
Um, one of them in particular from the Midas Touch, and I think it's the second one down, and it's uh, Midas Touch. And this is a this is hilarious. First of all, um, Act Blue is what the Democrats have used to raise money. Act Blue, and we talked about Act Blue when it came to BLM, and you know, and who they who they uh, when you donate to BLM and who they donate that money to, and it's uh, you know mm -hmm. to anything Democrat, they, it's nothing Republican. Um, but uh, can we get that? Yeah, he's working on it. Uh, the Midas Touch. And this is, a, this is a great one. And we'll watch a video of him uh, getting interviewed at the airport. And uh, we'll move on from there. But I do want to just see a couple of these uh, freaking funny videos here. And so, you know, I, I, sometimes the left can meme. Sometimes the left yeah. can meme. Uh, most of the time they can't. Yeah. Tired from an insurrection you incited against your government? Is your state suffering from predictable consequences of a natural disaster caused by your failed leadership? Then it's time for you to throw your constituents and constitution away and escape to Cancun. Constituents underwater? You can be too on one of our reef and shipwreck snorkeling tours. Feeling homesick? Visit the Mayan ruins. No electricity, undrinkable water. It's like you never left Houston. So hurry up, flee in glee, and bask in the glow of red hot sedition in Cancun. Midas Touch is responsible for the content of this advertising. First of all, um, this is uh, we're wa reading, uh, watching this on Twitter. I don't see a uh, fact check here. Uh, he helped uh. incite the vi uh, he helped incite the insurrection insurrection uh. at the Capitol. Um, where's the fact check there? You know it's. It, all this stuff here, and you know, they said, "Oh, you could throw your constitution out." Like, we're in constitution to say that a fucking politician needs to sit around while there's a natural disaster going on. Uh, this one I thought was going to be a little funnier. I mean, it had a funny tone, you know. Like, this sounds like it's going to be funny. It's not, and I lied to you. It's not funny. It, it's ridiculous. They're still resorting to these lies. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, there was a trial, um, and a trial. You now, granted, there were. I saw this meme. It's like, if I, if I had a trial, I wish uh, half of them were on my side or whatever, right? Half of the jury was on my side. Um, but yeah, to say that he incited that insurrection or the insurrection, uh, the erection, uh, that is just false. Uh, and, you know, we could go ahead and say it about Donald Trump all you want. Um, but we've talked about that, whether or not you believe what he said is true or not, and whether or not you have, it's not like you even have proof that he's wrong. You just don't want to look at the evidence, true. but that's true. not what I, that's not what we're here for. Let's scroll down and, uh, let's watch this ridiculous guy, reallyamerican.com. Um, and this one's by far shared the most out of everybody. Um, 115,000 views. Um, yeah, let's just take a look at it here. Club take care, of, care of my family. I was trying to take care of my kids. By now, we all know about Ted Cruz's Cancun getaway, smack in the middle of a deadly maelstrom of classic Republican failure. But what's the worst part of this week? A feminine boy who grew a beard trying to look tough while abandoning his responsibilities and people? Stop well, real man quick. who licked Trump's What's with the hate uh, all of a sudden about this guy's beard? Like I know. It doesn't look bad, but all of a sudden, I mean, he looked worse without it. Uh, first of yeah. all, he does look like a little elf. He looks like a little uh, dweeb without a beard. <laughs> Guy looks pretty fucking manlier with a beard, like as what as it does with most people that grow beards. But that's that's just one thing. You know, a lot of the people that I know that I know from uh, uh, so-called 
facial hair club won't say that he's got a great beard at all. You know, mm. regardless of how you feel about the guy, the guy grew a beard. It looks pretty sweet for him, you know, but yeah. we're not here to go. You know, they, and one thing they say is, uh, all facial hair is valid. You know, yeah, I get it, yeah. Except for Ted Cruz's. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, I'm so sick of him, people saying that in the first place about his shit. Be, beard's I not bet bad. You if, I bet you if it was a fucking tranny with a beard, you know, like a woman who was barely growing a beard and it was like a patch, it'd be like, oh, that's more than enough, sweetie. You won the Beard Award of 2022. Well, of course, the trans person, uh, we don't know their their politics, and but if that, I'm sure if that trans person had the same exact politics as Ted Cruz, they would criticize them. More than likely, true. Yeah, go ahead with that video. Balls. Proud to have worked hand in hand with President Trump. While Trump called his father a murderer and his wife a dog. Utterly amoral. Blamed his failure to lead on his daughters. I shit you not, Chubby Ted said his kids forced him to fly to Cancun. That tells you all you need to know about Trump. Stop Still real quick. Sell any- all right, so, you know, your kids tell you want to go to Cancun, you shouldn't do it. But your, your kid tells you uh, they feel like a girl? Then we need to embrace them being a, a fucking girl. Then, right? Yep. Where's the Where's the line when it comes to uh, children here? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They seem to keep changing that goal line. Go ahead. Anyone out to save themselves? It worked. Remember Ted Cruz and Titanic? Please. How much she has in the world? That's pretty much it. But there's one more thing about Ted. He not only abandoned his people, his family, his state, his responsibilities. He flew to Cancun and left behind his poodle, Snowflake. Who abandons their dog? How would I look walking a dog? A dog is a man's best friend. But this guy, not a friend or a man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why don't you talk to the president the way you talk to my brother? You afraid of him? Goddamn right. Who's with me? Winning. Yes! Trying to take okay. care of my family. Trying to take care of my family. <laughs> like the, the, the barrage of uh, fucking movie clips at the very end right there is, yep. is absolutely ridiculous. Who the fuck put that together? And first of all, it's not a bad cut. I like that they throw all those, those jumps in there. But who the fuck's got the time to go grab uh, that one little tiny clip from Orange is Black? Or uh, we got to get that one, you're goddamn right, from Black Breaking Bad. Uh, <laughs> it's like somebody had to pull that together. And yep. uh, I guess all I can really criticize is that they 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 shit on his uh, they shit on his beard and said that you can't listen to your children or something I guess right or you can't blame your children. Well, my child wants to be a, a woman. All right, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. So, but yeah, how how does that make you feel out there? Uh, I mean, and I'll tell you how I feel. Maybe I missed that altogether. But Ted Cruz. Um, as much as I like him as a politician, which is not much. I mean, I don't like politicians all that much. But Ted Cruz seems to be more, and definitely not more honest than anybody. But he's a better speaker. He he seems to know the law. Um, well, hopefully he knows the law because he's a lawyer. But what I mean is that I don't see him... You know, after today, uh, I, he did contradict himself a lot. Like, I, I definitely see that when he got caught initially, he had said what everybody, anybody would have said getting caught. He said, mm. uh, well, I know I was just going there to escort them and I was coming right back, right? Wink, bing, I'm out of here, right? And that's the thing about the, uh, these people on the other side. They could have just let him go, right? Mm-hmm. They could have let him go and then fucking... Boom! Hit him when he got home, knowing that he would have come. Like you, you, you played your hand much too quickly, and he was mm-hmm. able to have plausible deniability and go, "Well, yeah, I mean, fuck, man." I, but then he eventually, like an honest, I guess, person, he may or may not be. I don't know, but he did admit he never had to not admit 
uh, that he was going to stay there longer. He could have just kept yeah. playing that card. Oh, yeah, I was just going to drop off my kids, you know, uh, get back to the great state of Texas, who uh, which I serve, um, which he didn't do. I mean, he, he, he came back the very next day, and he's probably like, God damn it, I got caught. Right? <laughs> time, time, time. Yep. Damn, we, uh, we oh. missed the cut. Oh, whatever. I for, well, it's okay. Yeah, hey. that's. A, I just I checked and I was like, oh shit, ten fifteen. Well, we missed it. Well, we're still on the air. It don't Yay. matter. Sorry, Charles. Sorry, Doug. Hey, what do we have to have the end? I mean, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's not... nobody's watching us on public access, anyways. Yeah, but hey, it's honest mistake, guys. Honest mistake, everyone. Um, you know that's what happens when I get into a rant, man. Uh, we just forget and it was semi good. I, I was kind of I was getting drawn into it. You're holding my attention. I, I agree. Well, yeah. Well, Ted Cruz should not have done that, or not have got caught. Rather, you know, like honestly, what could he have done? Um, you know, I guess he could have. And you know, there was a where was that? Did I read somewhere? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Well, well where, and even think about it, man. It's crazy oh, how know. like how they go that deep with. Again, it's only one side. Like, I'm sure there's nobody got mad, right? No, like, not many people were calling out Gavin Newsom when he was having his big feast, right? He was eating out. Nobody called out any of these, you know, what's her name from Chicago, right? Uh, fucking Lori uh, Lightfoot. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, Beetlejuice from when she was getting there. Nope, nobody's calling them out. Right, but when once it's somebody from the right, they're like they're 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 just salivating at the mouth, waiting to attack, and that's kind of dangerous because again, it shows your bias, and that's what we're saying. It's it's okay to have a bias, just be honest about it. You know what I mean? Like we're cool with like we think Ted Cruz is a good guy when he is agreeing with what we say, but once you do step out of line and you fuck up, hey, we're gonna call you out. You know what I mean? Right, and. One thing I wanted to bring up, yeah, and here it is, uh, Brian T- uh, Brian Tyler Cohen on Twitter, he's a check mark. he goes, the, the senator from Texas saw a crisis and escaped to the Ritz-Carlton in Cancun. I just hate how this is reported already. Like, mm-hmm. he saw a crisis and bailed. Yeah, that was I his mean, motive. I mean, what is that, like, like, what is, like, yeah, that was his motive. Oh, yeah, as soon as I see this crisis, I'm taking off. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, a congresswoman from New York whom that Texas sender regularly uses as a punching bag, just raised a million dollars for Texans. One party works for you. The other works for themselves. Like, this is what I'm talking about, where AOC, I mean, at no point does she say, he, he, she says, actually, meanwhile, mm-hmm. it says, the senator from Texas saw a crisis, took off. Meanwhile, a congresswoman from New York raised him. That's not how it happened. This yeah. is this is misleading. I don't see a fucking I don't see a, a, a disputed fact here, but she did not do this until after they caught Ted Cruz and they were like, "All right, you guys, we're ready. <laughs> Let's raise some money." And you know what? It was probably way easy to raise money because they probably mm-hmm. got a couple people that they knew that had a lot of money donated. Yep. A bunch of fucking money so that they can make it look like they did something amazing here which yeah, by the way doesn't four, help anybody right now they got four of the rich friends each one donated two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it's like look we donated one million in one day wow now look we don't know if that's the case all right uh let's not yeah. let's not say that uh, I'm, I'm just i, I want to be as fair as possible but to be fair is to go to look at this and go Ted Cruz fucked up, shouldn't have gone, 
And exactly. Alexandria Kendra Cortez uh, took advantage of a situation she knew would make her look good if she did. Um, yes. Guess what? If if we let, and this is probably the, all the more reason why they didn't let Ted Cruz go to Cancun. First of all, they knew if they called him out, he'd have to bail back, right? There's yep. no way we're going to let this fucker have a fucking Cancun trip. So they made sure to do that. And then second, they made sure to take advantage of that by raising money to make him look bad. Now, Ted Cruz, what yep. he needs to do is go raise a ton of fucking money and yep. uh, show him he actually cares because right now, no, with te- as far as this part, this guy's concerned, he goes, he thinks that the Democrat Party works for you. The other one, he thinks that Republicans only work for themselves. Which, now, what he needs to fucking do like is it. get water going and get lights on and be like, hey, this is what I did. I made everyone ma- get back to work. Like, do if, you, if do he- you think that, uh, that AOC went to Texas and stayed in her home to do this little tweet to say donate no. to this? No, like Ted Cruz could have done that, but he didn't. Yeah. That's the thing, right? He didn't do anything. Like he could have um, shared a a a post of a donation page. He could have done that. Well, That's like well. This is the other do. thing. This is the other thing. Which one of us wouldn't do what Ted Cruz did if we had the option? The you know what I mean? Like I, I saw people what? say that, right? I, I saw. Call. We got a phone call. Where the fuck Uh-oh. are these people calling uh, during the show when we're on uh, Channel Ten? <laughs> Uh, hey, caller, you're on the air. What's up? Caller, you're on the air. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. What's up? All right. All right, copy that. Sorry. No uh, worries. Hey, I was just uh, wondering if y'all uh, were worried about, like, what our tax dollars are being spent on. What about the uh, Department of Energy and what they said? Have you heard about that? Uh, to, well, why don't you go ahead and tell us? I, I mean, I under, I'm, I'm to understand that um, prices went as high as $9,000 a megawatt hour or some shit. So tell me more. Well, I'm just going to read direct from Don Salazar. Y'all, y'all know who that is? Uh, uh, the, did you say Ton and Don? Uh, Don Salazar. Oh, Don, uh, Don Salazar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don Salazar. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So check this out. This, these are, uh, this is what he wrote. An emergency order from the Biden administration's Department of Energy shows that Texas uh, energy grid operated. ERCOT was instructed to stay within green energy standards by purchasing energy from outside the state at a higher cost, throttling power output throughout the state ahead of the catastrophic polar vortex. So going into effect Sunday, February 14th, emergency order 202-21-1 shows the energy department was aware of, of Texas Governor Greg Abbott's uh, statewide disaster declaration and that ERCOT was uh, readying gas utilities in preparation for a demand surge. The order shows Acting Energy Secretary David, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, who is in a, did not waive environmental restrictions to allow for maximum energy output. Instead, hmm. ordering ERCOT to utilize all resources in order to stay within acceptable admission standards, including purchasing energy from outside the state. Oh, interesting. Moreover, so the reason why they had to do that, because they we have these regulations that keep it so that we can't go exceed um, a certain carbon level or something, right? Uh, we can't emit. Exactly. Mm. 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 So, so you, what you're arguing, saying that... Um, it's in fact because we have to go through renewable stuff and these regulations for that, um, that this is what got us. So you're on the, the, the right side of the, not the literal right, but the, the aisle right of this uh, situation, right? I, uh, I'm just trying to get to the truth of it all. I don't really care yeah. what side it's on. But, um, Thank you. 
I mean, like if, it, if this was Trump, I would, I would be like, oh, what's going on? You know, like, yeah. Um, uh, well, so, uh, but yeah, basically go ahead. No, uh, well, I was going to mention, uh, sorry to cut you off was, uh, uh, Biden did finally, I don't know how long it took him to finally start sending out uh, FEMA, uh, to hand out blankets and generators or whatever, but as far as I as far as I was able to see, it took uh, it till just the other day, mm-hmm. um, while we were already experiencing these for uh, blackouts for several days already. So several I mean, it was like days, Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, to me that just seems like it's all planned to like hinder us. It's just my personal opinion. Yeah, you know, I, you that, know, like, that uh, slightly crossed my mind too. I was like, man, this is like, you know, how they'll somebody's letting this happen in mm-hmm, order to mm-hmm. cause a stir somewhere and a rift mm-hmm. between polit- polit- uh, politics and shit, you know, people. Well, I mean, I would even, I mean, I would even go to the extreme and if, if I am allowed to go to the extreme, of course you go to the extreme of, of, well, look at what China has done in weather modification and other things like that. Like, how Come like on, what now. what i'm just saying i'm just saying okay go ahead like is is there a possibility where this is a little bit more than just a coincidence or this is more than just bad weather like think about it texas was the only state that was really going against a lot of people when it came to trump and when it came to you know fighting the impeachment and all that now i'm i'm again i'm just being a little crazy right now and just saying you know how much of this is what weather modification and that the, the people don't know, right? Like people think it's crazy to talk about it, but it's been around for the last 10, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. The whole, the whole U S be, uh, being, uh, where they seeded the clouds enough that made a snow for, well, for seven days. Well, China, China has, China has said that I think by 2025, that they will be able to do that to the entire world. Oh jeez, I I don't know what to believe about that. But hey, caller, um, thanks for calling. I mean, is there anything else you'd like to bring up? Uh, did you listen to the re- uh, the whole show today? Yeah, I've been listening to the whole show. Uh, no, I just wanted to like talk to y'all about that in particular. I tried to send y'all a link, but it got all jumbled with a bunch of crazy stuff tagged at the end. Uh, are you? No, I, I um, got it though. Are you I got Atlas? It. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, I'm gonna assume Chris. Yeah, he sent a yeah. link. I'll share it with you guys after the show. Uh, let me oh, ask yeah. you Go another question here. Um, now, we were just talking about Ted Cruz. Um, what are your thoughts on Ted Cruz bailing out? Do you think he could have done more? Should he have uh, just stayed? What, what What are your thoughts on what happened with Ted Cruz? I think it's interesting. Like, I've had seen friends on both sides, like, posting about it. Um, you know, like, and talking bad about him and stuff. And, like, me personally, like, I'm like, I want to go to Cancun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it sounds uh, great. 80 degrees. Just, yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess, uh, I guess my opinion is probably, like, in line with y'all is this where, like, this is just being used by the left as, like, an opportunity to um, make him look bad, even though, like, you mm-hmm. know, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do in this situation? Like I, um, I got a vehicle that can drive in this stuff and, and, and I've been driving, but like, I, if I was running the state, I wouldn't be trying to drive all over the place and like, you know, hook up people's electrical lines and 
do jobs out of that. I mean, people act like Ted Cruz, like, personally went and, like, cut everybody's power off individually, it seems. And I'm just like, what, what, what are y'all doing? Like, we should, we should focus on the root of the problem, which is not Ted Cruz at all. And it seems to me that that problem is, is that we aren't allowed to generate enough electricity with these fossil fuels in order to keep us alive mm-hmm. in these crazy storms that may or may not be weather modification, but move on from that. Point is, is that we, these storms, you know, like they come through and like these freak, the, these freak things that happen, we cannot generate enough electricity because of mm-hmm. those regulations. Yep. Yeah, they're in place there. Yeah, and there's people that were. Uh, I think I saw that frozen turbine picture everywhere for people yeah. that were on the right, and how yeah. people were uh, on the left were just trying to debunk that. Oh, this picture's from fucking Switzerland in 2013 or something. Are y'all talking about where they're trying to de-ice it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, I've seen that picture a long time ago, and um. So that picture may not be legit, but point is, is there, if you go look at the wind turbines in Antarctica, those things break down all the time mm-hmm. because of the cold. Right. And you know, they're the and, same uh, people I was talking to are, I mean, I, I, I I've been keeping out. I hate having these political mm-hmm. d- discussions with people online because, you yeah. know, sometimes you'll, you'll start going on there and start talking. Then you probably wait for the response. You sit there and you fucking try to write yours out and you want to make sure all the grammar's right. So that nobody fucking gives you a uh, fucking your shit, yeah. with an asterisk or whatever. Um, but uh, one thing I saw a lot was uh, Ted Cruz should have been there. And one picture that really stood out, which really funny to me, and I sent it to the boys, was uh, what liberals think Ted Cruz should be doing. And it's just a stock photo of an electrician up in the fucking, uh, on the wires. And it's just superimposed with Ted Cruz face on yep. there saying, you know, what do you think he's going to be doing? But then meanwhile, there people are posting up this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, thing where she's raised $2 million. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, like, this is this is just so crazy to me that they think, oh, AOC, uh, obviously they think that she's been doing this all week, mm-hmm. but she uh, she opened it up the day that Ted Cruz's news came out. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no doubt that they are, and the same thing goes with like the, in, the whole Senate fucking trial where for 16 hours straight, it was all just emotions and how I felt when I was in that building and playing all these fucking videos out of context and shit and... Um, not to mention how many times that we still had to hear, uh, uh, well, first of all, they, we had to hear that they said Donald Trump's never, uh, disavowed white supremacy. They said that at a trial and they (laughs) even played a fucking clip of him saying there's very fine people on both sides and they cut it right after that. He doesn't, they don't even finish in the same breath, he'll say, but not the neo-Nazis. They should be condemned completely. They cut that fucking out. And then the audacity of the right side or uh, uh, Trump side going and playing those clips and then showing them in context, showing him actually saying peaceful protest, say, hearing yep. him say, not this person, I disavow that. Like, and then them going, oh, but then the fucking Republicans fucking threw a fucking 13-minute video of, of <laughs> Democrats saying fight like hell for 13 fucking minutes out of context. They're fighting edited videos with edited videos, ignoring the fact that what they're showing is what you guys are saying he fucking did. 
Like you have been saying fight like hell. Now, regardless of what the reason for it was, you led your people to believe that black people were getting killed and hunted by the cops. And it Mm -hmm. led to riots. And you were like, this is what happens. Donald Trump said some fucking things that are a lie and it made people go crazy and they fucking rioted. I don't blame Donald Trump for the insurrection. I don't blame Democrats for, for bringing up the riots in, uh, throughout the year. Um, that being said, that whole trial was a fucking sham because all they wanted to do was make it so that anyone that voted against this impeachment is now for it. They perpetrated it. And so that they can fucking take advantage of another fucking crisis, another situation that they can impose their fucking will and make them look so much fucking better. Well, and I just want to add, you know, I don't even think it was an insurrection, my man. I feel like... I think it was a violent up uh, uh, the insurrection insurrection means and I don't like keep saying insurrection insurrection means a violent uprising against a political or uh, government political Uh figure government whatever with a bunch of unarmed people (laughs) yeah exactly and that's what I'm saying I I I think I think I think it was I you know. Well, hey, I some think of them we'll, had flagpoles with a spear on top of it. I think what we're going to see is that this Garrett. was a way more... Uh, we're going to see that there is way more that they knew. What I mean by they is the left and the Democrats. I think there is more involvement with them than what we know. You know what I mean? I feel like things yeah, went the, the way they wanted it to go. And and what we're going to begin to see... but And that's the other sucky part, man, is when you have people like parlor and all these other right-leaning alternatives being taken down by mainstream media and by by all this other type of media like how are we supposed to know the truth when you're attacking it you know it's almost like when when cells are trying to attack cancer cells and they're trying to eliminate one another like how are we supposed to know the truth when when you keep taking down our way to see it right and that's where I feel like we need to continue to stand as the American people and say, like, we we need to continue to communicate with one another, not because of uh, the, the, the agreement that we have. Right. Like, I don't talk to you because you're Republican or Democrat, whatever, but I talk to you because you're a human being. I relate to you on who you are on the inside. And I think when we begin to see one another that way, that this wall that is between it, that's created by politics and government and all this other bullshit will begin to fall. But they know how to keep that wall up very well. And they're doing that. And they're doing a good job at keeping that wall up. That's exactly true. And like, uh, that brings like a whole bunch of points, even like in relevance to what we're talking about in this whole, in this whole topic here is, um, it's a whole bunch of like smoke and mirrors and, and projection, you know, yes. and when we're talking about what happened in Texas and the, and the topic that we were just talking about, you notice uh-huh. how like I brought this one thing up that literally nobody is talking about. Why is that? Well, that's because mm-hmm. social media has banned the only outlet that's putting this out. Um, everybody else just won't even touch it. It's, it's yep. public information. You know, anybody can go read the order, you know, and nobody wants to talk about it. Um, and, uh, and I think like, Oh, They'd rather talk about Kim and Kanye getting a divorce. That's yeah, num- they want to do number one to trending on Twitter right now. The matter. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, what are we going to do? Uh, I mean, there's, I mean, at, at, some, at some point I had given up on this whole thing, you know, like what are we going to do with Biden? What are we going to do? Like at this point, I'm like, I wish we had Bernie at this point, but uh, we, I really don't either. But mm-hmm. like, 
I just want them to, here's the thing. I just want them to, I, I want them to do good, but I also, on the other hand, I want them to fail at these things that we've been saying that it's going to fail. Like with all this, these socialist programs, you know, let them have it, let them do it. And then we're going to find out that it's not going to be so good. You know, uh, mm-hmm. let, let them have a hundred percent fucking renewable energy. And let, I want them to admit that they need this reliable source of energy. Mm-hmm. Like, but at some point they're, they're you, never going to admit their failures. Exactly. No. Sorry. That's, nope. that's, no, you're right. And that's right. They're not going to ever admit their failures and they're never going like, to look at, like give what's it going back. on right now. They're, they're, yeah, like even right now, all this is people have died in Texas because of the failures in these regulations that have prevented people to stay, you know, warm and have mm-hmm. uh, running water and all the the whole nine. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, go ahead, David. This is just well, well, uh, well, I just want to <laughs> add, like, I just want to add, even going with you know all that is one of the biggest things you see with the Marxist ideology is almost the erasing of the past in a sense of erasing their mistakes. So not only do they not want to admit their mistakes, what so many Marxists in that kind of mentality want to do is just erase history. So you neither see their mistakes or their opponent's achievements. So when you see Donald Trump or you see anybody on the right achieving anything, they want to eliminate that just as much as they want to eliminate their failures because then they want to keep it as, you can't see anything, right? So that's why there's people with the, you know, with the eighteen, what is the eighteen nineteen project or whatever, sixteen nineteen project. Yeah, which 16, by the way, sorry was... to divert you from that. Um, something I just read on Revolver News about um, Black History does not start at fucking sixteen nineteen. It starts like even before that because there were black conquistadors, mm-hmm. uh, like the Spaniards. Well, yeah. Like, like the Spaniards met with people that they felt were yep. like strong or whatever, and they happened to be black and they like raised them or whatever. Right. And some, yep. some of them like turned to Catholicism. Um, exact. And they ruled together like the Spanish conquistadors and the black conquistadors. Yes. And they went and they colonized places. Like you know, a lot of people go oh, these white fucking Europeans. You've realized that the Spaniards have been colonizing forever. Like to the yep. point where they wiped out a whole, they've wiped out Mayans. They've wiped out, you know, the Sp- matter of fact, Mexico is known is basically small uh, Spain, you know, is big yeah. Spain. You know, yeah, they basically took over all that shit. And, it's only the white people that seem to be the worst fucking people. And, well, and, and, and you're and, never going to hear about this black conquistador. No. And, and that's the thing. Like, you know, so the, the thing that comes into play is now, and dude, I love where exactly where you're going with this is history. Like I said, they're erasing history and they want to erase history because again, what that does is eliminates their failures and it eliminates their opponent's success. And so now they get to thwart information the way they want to. So things like Wikipedia and Google, which they manage, they get to change whatever way they want to. They get to they get to show you whatever information they have created. And that's what things begin to get scary because it's like, well, when do we begin to look crazy? You and I, when we're living in history, that's why, you know, when the election and everything was going on, man, I was telling you guys, like, we're living in history and it became so surreal because it was like, man, they want to erase this as crazy as it sounds. It, they do because they don't want Donald Trump's name to be out there. They don't want their failures to be shown. And so for them, not just with sex and gender and so many other things they want to erase, they want to erase the history of their failures. And that's a very Marxist ideology. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and it made me think about, uh, I was thinking about how everybody thinks that they're like a history buff now. Like everybody uh-huh. knows, everyone thinks that they know everything about history now. Um, and the history is in the science is in on history. White people are the worst. And uh, we need to make sure everybody knows that. Like, I, I, I'm 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 so sick of racism because it hasn't ended, and it's never going to end as long as people keep saying whiteness are the cause of everything. That um, the reason why the gorilla glue girl fucking glue her hair fucking together was because of systemic racism because she's like lives so in a white about the world. The Coca-Cola plant. God, yeah. She no no no. She the the gorilla glue girl. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was just asking if y'all heard about the, the training at the Coca Cola plant. No training at the Coca Cola uh, plant. Oh, uh, where they're I'm sure it's like woke bullshit, right? They uh, go ahead and tell us more. Yeah. Um, I sort of like just just learned about this today, and I'm not totally fresh up on it. But basically, um, what's going on is they're having like uh, some type of sensitivity training. Mm. And um, they're like trying to, and in there, in the Sufi training, it talks about being less white. <laughs> and uh, what's less, crazy about this is. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Being less being white? Less. Less white. Less white. Less white. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, what's a crazy thing, like, um, I'm not going to say where I work, but uh, uh, I work at this place, and uh, my boss actually, like, um, got mad because they tried to make us take some sensitive training uh, back whenever all those riots were going on. And it was kind of the same thing, you know? And um, uh, my boss got so mad at it that he just did it for all of us, and he didn't make any of us sit through it, you know? It was just... And, like, I was like, well, I want to see what it is. And I went and looked at it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is really bad. They're trying to, like, make it look like white people are racist and if, like, you... uh you have to be extra nice to, to people that are not white. Um, you know, and the thing is here, you know, like, uh, you know, if, if the races were reverse, like this would be considered racist, mm-hmm. but how is yeah. it not racist to say that? And like, this is like the thing that they do. They've changed. They're so keen on changing words first, uh, you know, not first, but they've changed kids in cages to mm. overflow facilities. Yep. They've changed. Yep. Oh. They've changed what hate speech means. Now, finally, they're, they're, they've changed the meaning of racism. Mm-hmm. Racism simply is so simple. It's so simple to understand. When you don't like somebody based on the color of their skin, their race, their culture, that's the bottom yeah. line. But they added one little tiny thing. You got to have power. Mm-hmm. Only when that person has power yeah. and that person. And the thing is, you know who has power in this world? White people. Boom. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're defining racism with racism. And I'm sick yeah, of it. Yeah, they're being racist. And, 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 oh, and if this. you're thinking in terms of race all the time, that would make you a racist. To you be, know, okay, like so um, uh, we pulled up something here. To be less white is to be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, be less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy, and break with white solidarity. What? This like looks like this is like That's what they it. would show you like when you uh, in 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 nineteen eighty four. You ever watch that movie and they just they keep flashing these things in front of you and it's like to be less white, be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, be less defensive, yeah. be less ignorant, be well, that, more humble. 
That's Trust the Orwellian your world that we're living in now. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Orwellian to the max. And the funny thing is, I hear it from both sides. I mean, mm-hmm. no one's more right than the right about this issue when they say Orwellian stuff. But then you got yeah. the left. Are They're throwing 1984 like right back at it as if they're right the way they read it. It's like when people <laughs> yep. read the Bible and you have Episcopalians reading it and then you have the Catholics reading it and they come up with two different fucking <clears throat> things. One says no preachers, uh, that should be women. And they're like... A uh, the uh, the Episcopal's like, yeah, well, here, hold my Bible, you know. <laughs> well, and, 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 and like how they interpret the uh, Constitution, and they're like, uh, they you know, like, shall not be infringed means infringed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. It says shall not be infringed. So any fucking gun law is infringement on our right to carry and fucking bear arms. It's mm-hmm. so simple, but no. They're going to say they're going to the same people that are for this gun control are the same people that will be like, Donald Trump doesn't follow the Constitution. I care for the Constitution. If you cared about the Constitution, number two is super important. Mm -hmm. It's probably much more important than number one because nothing speaks louder than a fucking gun. Well, and and I I remember one of my favorite uh, things that Dave Chappelle said was, you know, the, the number two is just in case number one fails or something like that. Like number two is a backup in a sense. And I feel like that's one of the most profound things Dave Chappelle ever really said. Dave Chappelle, because- he is such a, he's such a genius. Like, first of mm-hmm. all, like he just released like a 10 minute thing about how yeah, he got his money for, uh, from the Chappelle show. And now there you can watch it again on Netflix, which is great. You know, like uh, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh man. I got to stop watching the Chappelle show. I got to support him because he never, he didn't get paid enough for that. And mm-hmm. he finally did. But he said something on that last thing that was just so profound. And, and if I wish I, it's, it's, it's eluding me at the moment, but if, if you uh, go on uh, Dave Chappelle's Instagram and watch it, I re- dude, what he says there, like he says something about how he got COVID. He's like, Oh yeah, ha ha. I got COVID blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, there's some people that are like, that's what you get when you go out there and do that. Obviously he's not talking about people on the right. There are people on the, mm-hmm. only the people on the left are going, yeah. are so fucking that's scared that they said, that's what you get for fucking yep. not following the COVID shit. Um, yep. He says that because I love him because he, he's neutral. I mean, he can, he'll well, say it real well, see, it, fucking I, way. I'll, I'll just, I'll, like, well, I'll disagree a little bit with you on that. Just, and, and that's the thing about Dave Chappelle, right? I love him. I think he's one of the, like, definitely a king in comedy, but, but I think he stands too much on his blackness. And I think that's where he fails. I, well, I, when I, he talks, I, listen, when he talks about that, um, I sort of, I've always felt that, black people do they they can be treated differently in this world mm-hmm. they are i mean uh, the thing is is that i don't know here's the thing i don't know their experience and it goes all ways though well, you know like i've lived in the hood man <laughs> but yeah, yeah here's the thing they not only do they not only do you as a white person not know their experiences they also don't know your experiences exactly but that's the thing we need to understand we can't go i mean well, well, and, and we can only I, I, go. Listen, listen, listen. Hear me out. We can only go by s- statistics and patterns. You know, that's all we can really go by is patterns. No, and, uh, there's a point no. where we've gone through. Yes, where we've gone no. through patterns where we've seen um, a, a, a massive spike in the population of black people that commit the crimes. Right, we're seeing that as a pattern. We're seeing that. Therefore, cops, just like weathermen who check patterns, can sort of predict what's going on next, or rather, they go. 
okay, this this side of town has got a lot more crime than this side of town. Therefore, we're going to patrol that side of town much more. You know, it's these patterns. But See, now you're talking about systemic those, racism. Right. But well, to well, say that there's some sort of systemic racism, that it just there needs to be more evidence no, for this. What, what I'm they're, talking they're about is... They're not doing is, it because they're black. It's just because there's more crime there. What came first, the, the black or the egg? You know, it's no, that what, kind of what, thing. What I'm talking about is Dave Chappelle stands too much on his blackness because he's taught to be proud about his blackness. When you look at Dave Chappelle, Most Dev, uh, Talib Kweli, and a lot of the Kanye West, a lot of the people who surround Dave Chappelle, they have this black excellence, like black is better than everything else. And I think that's where he fails. And the reason I say that is because what unifies us, and this is where everybody is losing it, and this is where we need to come back as a country, is what the Constitution and the Bill of Rights say, that we have been given these rights by our creator. And the thing that has happened is we do not relate to one another as created as equal because we do not believe in a creator. The, so the fact that we don't believe in a creator, we don't believe that we're equal. We have an evolutionary mindset in our society that says I'm better than you because I make more money or because I'm higher in the food chain or because I've survived or because whatever. And so because we have an evolutionistic scientific mindset, we say I'm better than you because of this, this, and that. What built this country is saying our creator created us equal and ever since we threw the 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 10 commandments and everything out the door this country has gone to shit and the reason that's happened is because we do not relate to one another as being created as equal we relate to one another as survival of the fittest that's what happens when you allow science to take over and make it king and yeah you make a good point and when when it comes to their blackness there's nothing wrong with being proud of where you come from where exactly. you have come from where your parents have come from there's nothing wrong with that except if you're white there's yeah. is everything wrong with that and can't say white pride yeah you can have gay pride black pride hispanic pride um, brown pride brown pride but god forbid you say white pride you know it, it, it's, it's such a shame because there's a lot of good that whites have done and yes it, 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 slavery is not exclusive to the white folk you know mm -hmm. it's not exclusive we're, to the white people ilhan omar's people yeah we're also forgetting that sorry we're also forgetting that um we're, we're all humans you know like everybody's wanting to think in terms of race instead of uh humanity you know, like everybody wants Thank to get you. like points scored for who who created this, you know, or who who invented the light bulb, who exactly, you know, like who did this, that, or the other. It's like no, it, a human did. A human did that. Yeah, it's it's Somebody funny you did. mentioned human I too. All that the linen in their skin. Uh, the yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, there was. I, I I see that they've changed folks to uh, F O L X right. Um, to be, you know, very much uh, inclusive, such as the language we changed, uh, Latinx, right? Yeah, Latinx, throwing that X. Yeah. Um, now I get the, I I can get the the whole Latino thing, right? The Latino, Latina, it's a it's a gendered language, so throwing the X there means everybody. It's good, I get that, right? But then to say folks with an X, it, it blows my mind because folks is sort of already a uh, uniformly. Uh, it's already a, an inclusive uh, term, right? And so now what I think is going to happen as, as these things progress, we're going to start seeing human X. We're going to start seeing 
human with an X at the end. Mm-hmm. Humix. We're going to be Humix, guys. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe a little uh, <laughs> unwarranted uh, opinion there, but I think we're at the at the... At the rate that we're going, we're going to be changing words that are already inclusive to be more inclusive. Like mm-hmm. what I mean is uh, we had this whole thing with breastfeeding re- recently where you can't say breastfeeding. I don't know if you can't say it, but they want to change the name to be more inclusive because obviously women aren't the only people who can breastfeed. Mm-hmm. So they now they have to change it to chest feeding mm-hmm. as if men and women don't already have breasts. We oh, have to bro. say chest feeding. We don't say mothers. We say uh birthing parent or whatever right Bro, so the, the other day i was watching this video that my wife was watching on youtube and the guy that was being interviewed on the video was like amab and amaf and they stand for assigned female at birth or assigned male at birth and i'm like what are you talking like what are you talking about what are all these like you guys are creating new speech and you're here's just the thing here's muttering the, the water why. This is why, you know, when I was a kid, I was five up to ten, you know, I was entertained with Legos. Legos that didn't come in a set to build the, the, the Death Star. It was just a pile of Legos that you had to fucking build and then play with for hours, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been locked down. Not lo- I wouldn't say locked down, but um, we've been staying in and we've had the kid. The kid, we... You know, it's just, uh, he's a five-year-old, doesn't go out, he doesn't have friends, and so we're left to entertain this kid, and he cannot sit down by himself for five fucking minutes, by him fucking self, to do a fucking puzzle, or if he tries to do a puzzle, it's like, oh, I, you know, he's done it before, he goes, it's too hard, you know, and you have to tell him, get, sit down, sit dress down, and just fucking play the, do the puzzle, go over there, play your Mario Legos, you know, like, go do this, you gotta keep, he's like, I'm so fucking bored, my point is, is that this world that we live in, all these people, all these people that are changing, they're just so fucking bored with their lives, mm-hmm. they need to keep changing things, they need to keep making their lives more excitable, they yep. need to be more fucking inspired, we need to change the world we live in, you know, and Biden was saying all oh, these these uh these kids you know they're not like us they're not like us matter of fact uh maybe we can pull that up because uh we got we, we you know back in the day you know we had uh gays in bathhouse you would have known about this anderson cooper we had gays in bath. he said this uh, by the way because you would know this uh, uh, <laughs> gay bathhouses but he goes we got these chill we got these kids they're up and coming they're a lot more smarter than us you know you know, back in the day, I would have said we would have cringed over gay people. No, he was talking about biracial couples in commercials. That's what he goes. It was, oh, no. <laughs> he goes, and he said something like, no, we got these kids here. And, and sort of, if you looked into it, it's like implying, you know, they're not like us. You know, they they like biracial couples. <laughs> it's like, why did you say it that way? They're not like us. Well, uh, right after he's talking about biracial couples in commercials, like, yeah, they're not like us. They care. Well, and I just want to say that's the other thing that's going on right now is, you know, I'm not going on right now, not like it's something new. I think it's something that's been going on within our culture within the last 30 to 40, year, 40 years, but is this elevation of black, brown, LGBT, LGBT, like, look how much better they are than white people or than whatever kind of people like. It, it's frustrating because being Hispanic and being a person Right, what they would turn me a person of color. I don't want this privilege. 
it's not something I'm asking for. It's not something that I've been given. Like you're the like you're the one shoving this down my throat. Like you're the one shutting Latin X down my throat. You're the you're the one shoving all this shit down my throat. I'm just trying to survive every fucking day, man. And it's frustrating because they're the ones who are demeaning humanity and elevating humanity. They're demeaning a certain type of human and they're elevating a certain type of human, which means they're the ones being racist. Not us. We're the ones who are accepting everybody. They're the ones who are trying to elevate black and gays and trans and demean the white. And we're the ones who are saying everybody's accepted. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, caller, we're going to let you go, man. Uh, last words for you. Anything else? Uh, I enjoy your guys' show. Y'all keep up the good work. Thank you very Thank much. You, my keep man. listening. We, we love you. Keep listening. Do your thing, my man. Take care, man. Stay warm. All right, uh, we should get out of here. Um, we're not going to play the bonsai video. We got to get out of here. But uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, when David has more time, well, we can we'll produce some of these ASMR uh, bonsai videos, which would be super easy to edit. Um, considering that it'll like it's ASMR, we just have to make sure it's nice and plentiful yes. sounds, and um, very little editing needs to happen because we'll just be like, okay, here it is. And it just can play straight because it's just ASMR, which I forget what sense like auditory, auditory censoring. But uh, like let's, uh, let's conclude here. So we talked about, uh, we talked about Ted Cruz. Obviously we talked about, we didn't even get into the propositions, which I, I guess we still have plenty of time to talk about them because it happens May 1st. All the rolling blackouts. Whose side is to blame? Uh, I don't know who to fucking blame, man. Like, personally, I wasn't affected by any of this stuff. So um, I, I, I'm not as mad as everybody else. I, yeah. I'm just fortunate enough that uh, I perhaps live in a I live in a new area, and I probably am connected to the big hospital power grid that they have mm. out there in that area. So um, Luckily, that never went out. I mean, this morning, my internet seemed a little wonky, and I was like, what a day for, you know, the last day of all this happening, uh, my internet goes out, but then I just reset the modem, and it went, came right back on. So um, I was good by that. I, was, I don't know what I was freaking out about. But we went over all that stuff, and I really don't know who is to blame. It sounds like everybody's to blame here, and everyone needs to uh, fucking figure it out already, you know? Um, well, and, I was saying and, and renewable energies need to fucking figure this shit out. Well, and that's what I mean by like you know I've I've kind of kept my my usage of electronics to a minimum because it's like you know I like of course I want to get work done and I want to finish videos and I want to you know I got clients that I got to do things for, but I'm also aware of like man there's somebody down the street that may not be having electricity and if I'm over here sucking up all the energy like how like I'm a fucking dick if I do that you know what I mean so I've been very like keen of. Like I said, even the lights that you see around me right now, all these are LED lights powered by by their own like batteries. So I've already charged them in in my wife's car and all that kind of stuff. So it's like you know, man, like it sucks because people don't people aren't seeing that right now. Like there's a lot of you know what we call struggle, right? What we call struggle, but we're fucking over here like doing our thing. Um, we're not struggling. It's just we're going back to things before technology and electronics and we're having to learn to cope without those things and they don't like it 
I mean, like I said, I started reading books that I'm like, oh, cool. I need to finish reading this book. I need to finish reading that book. You know what? I should do this. I've been working out. I've been doing yoga. I've been stretching. I've been rolling. I've been doing my thing. Um, but at the end of the day, like how you said, it's frustrating because there is somebody to blame, but nobody's going to take the blame. And so we just got to stand here and take it up the ass. And and perhaps it's intentional the way that they mm -hmm. do this so that they can mm -hmm. keep these. T there, there's no way. There's got to be something about this. When somebody calls for unity and it just never happens, it, it's mm -hmm. not the, it's not that there's people on the right that don't want unity. It, it, it seems that, uh, fuck, what do I know? I mean, I know that I've wanted unity from day one. That's why I had somebody on the left on this show so that we can have common ground. They hated me so much that they had to fucking leave and start their own fucking podcast, even though he said he was fucking done. Right. So that he can talk you, about his podcast so he can talk about his politics without somebody on the right or perceived on the right, uh, you know, questioning him or something. And it's it's uh, man, you know, Ben Shapiro. And this is my last point before we go. Ben Shapiro read this thing and maybe I can find it. But he says the biggest problem we have in America right now is politics. Mm -hmm. Everything is political and it fucking mm -hmm. is making everything shitty. Yep. You know, I'm so glad right now I've got bonsai. And at the moment, you know, you can't go on a bonsai like group on Facebook and find anything political. It's mm. strictly about this, but everything it's creeping into everything mainstream right now. I mean, our fucking videos, our movies have some sort of left wokeness. Like matter of fact, the executioner, I think it's uh, no, the equalizer. It used to be a fat white guy oh, yeah. and Denzel Washington did him. And then now it's fucking uh, queen Latifah queen doing Latifah. a TV show. Right. And yep. what they're doing and it's fine, you know, like have, have black people rep, uh, play these, uh, you know, formerly white roles and shit. Yeah. Roles, right? I mean, it 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 goes both ways. I mean, I remember when fucking uh, what was it? Uh, Woody Harrelson, man, he played fucking mm. Bob Marley. You know, in the mm -hmm. Bob Marley uh, thing. You know, you know, you got fucking uh, Kate Winslet played fucking uh, uh, Harriet Tubman. You know, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Tom Hanks fucking played uh, Frederick Douglass. Bro, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rabbit Downey Jr. played the black dude from Tribe of Thunder, man. You know well, what I mean? Like, that's an actual, that's, well, that's an actual thing. What I'm getting at here is that when it happens to, you know, when, when are we going to see, <laughs> when are we going to see a white person play a black role, a historically black role? You know, yeah. my point is here is that they're taking black people and, and putting them in these historically white roles, mm -hmm. which is totally mm -hmm. fine by me, but I'd like to see it being proportional to, uh, mm -hmm. cause any sort of disproportionate outcome, um, is is due to racism, according mm -hmm. to Abram X. Kendi or uh, fucking Nicole Hannah-Jones, right? Mm -hmm. like any sort of disproportion. Like, that's why um, if there's a disproportionate amount of uh, black people going to jail, it's because of systemic racism, right? But they don't apply that to anything else. Um, if there's more, trust me, uh, black people are being represented just fine and uh, to their yeah. percentage in media, uh, in, uh, in movies. But when they start doing this thing, you'd feel really bad or you'd have something to say. Matter of fact, if you're not that certain person or type of person, like, oh, you're not a trans person, you can't play a trans person, uh, according mm. to, uh, you know, mm -hmm. who was it? Uh, it was ScarJo or something, right? Yeah, I think she was, they were trying to play, make her a gay person or something. She's not really gay, so they didn't want her to <laughs> fucking portray a gay person. You know, I get it, dude. Like, TV and, and these movies are supposed to be fantasy. You know, they're supposed to be, like, fake, you know? But like, at some point... You're making the, the the ladies Ghostbusters. You guys got to know just because you're doing that doesn't mean, and 
doesn't mean it's going to be good. And then when it's not good and people don't like it, you can't go, oh, it's because fucking the world's sexist, you know? Well, it's also... No, it's, it's your also movie how, sucked, probably. Yeah, it's also how you just said, this is all fake. None of this is real. So that white guy who's playing an Asian just because he looks more Asian than an actual Asian guy that can act, the reason we gave him the rose because he looks like an Asian he's a good actor. You know what I mean? Like, people, people are trying to make everything political into... People maybe making the movie is more just common sense. He acted better than the Asian guy we had, and he looked Asian, so we hired him. It wasn't because he was white. It was just because he acted better. You know what I mean? And, and we want to break everything down to race and color and gender all this, when at the end of the day, it's just like maybe it comes down to you're better, right? But then we don't call out the actual racism. Like Harvard saying we're not going to be accepting Asian people anymore because they score too high and we're going to, you know, you know what I mean? Like they, they they choose one thing over the other. And I like I think we both are the kind who say, well, if you're going to if you're going to choose one, then do all of them. Like, why just one? Like, why are you just going to choose college or why are you going to choose movies or why you choose music? Why not just choose everything? You know, it's it's almost exactly what what uh, Rand Paul was saying. Like, why just give them two thousand dollars? Give them five. Give them, like if you guys are going to be calling out this little racism, why not just call all the racism out if we're if we're at it? You know, right? I mean, that's sort of my uh, my stance on when people say they want free healthcare. I'm like, well, why? Mm -hmm. Well, healthcare is right. And I go, well, you know, we need to eat every single day. Why isn't food, which is eating, like, is a right? Why can't mm -hmm. we get free food all the time? Like, why is it that? it's sort of okay uh uh healthcare is a commodity and they say it shouldn't be you know like somebody it's somebody's work at some point nobody nobody's work is going to be free to anybody mm -hmm. um anyways that's, a great point. that's off that's a, a different, great, off that's a different a tangent point. and Dude, that, i need to get I, out of here. I feel i feel like you should go on that tangent cuz that's a really really good point nobody's no, no, no. work we'll should get be into free a different one well, nobody's work should be free you know especially someone who's gone to several years of medical school like and expect it to be fucking covered by the government, mm -hmm. by the other people around you, you know? And uh, they say, we live in the, the... Anyways, I can't get into it. I want to get home. I want to get out of here. It's it's supposed to be like hard freeze tonight, so I want to try to get out before it gets too hard frozen outside. Thank you guys for listening to our show. It's been another great, wonderful episode of Emergency Exit Podcast. If you guys like our content, feel free to check us out on every single platform that podcasts are hosted at, are provided. At your right. podcast provider? Available. Available. <laughs> your, okay. Available at your local podcast. No matter. Uh, tell your friends, even if they don't fucking like podcasts, tell them anyways. Uh, be sure to check out our other podcasts on our network from the left hash and rewatch party. Um, we just released rewatch parties, the Bronson or Bronson, right? Uh, yeah, we did. Okay. So anyways, I'm out of here. So we will be back next week with a uh, new bonsai, new Brew World Order. We'll finish our Brew World Order tournament next week. We'll find out who's the winner between Austin Amber and yes. uh, Power and Light. So for Brandon the Hard-Headed Mitchell, for exactly David Aguilar, I'm Lo saying that's right. See you guys next week. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to Emergency Exit Podcast wherever you get your pods. Come on over and find us on Facebook and YouTube, Emergency Exit Podcast. On Twitter, that's E-M-E-X pod. And our listener line is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 